welcome to the safe basement um today we have a guest a very special guest my elder sister everything 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 my friend so today we have ishoma hi i'm happy to be here thank you yeah. so good to be here <laughs> finally finally we are here after nine oh, sorry after eight episodes Set on to the last yeah, special coming special. to the end of the world of the same basement. So can you tell us a little oh, bit about okay. yourself? Okay, um my name is Ishoma Omede. Okay. I'm from Delta State. I'm a fourth year medical student. Okay. And I love Jesus. Most important. Oh, and I'm delighted editor. Yes, she is. She is. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome again. I'm so so excited that we are doing this today. Thank you. Okay, so today we are discussing something that I think is very important. So today we are discussing loving people well. This is something that is important to me, but at the same time, it's something that sometimes i wish i didn't have to do because human beings can be really really crazy but yeah jesus has commanded us to love so we are here trying to learn how to love people well so my first question to you shama is because i've seen you love people well so i've always wondered is it something that comes naturally for you or did you develop it all right okay <laughs> um it was developed I, I i'd say it was developed like um i think one of my earliest memories of choosing or making that decision to be a very loving person mm-hmm. although um I, I will have to say i think it comes easier for me because of my personality mm-hmm. and thank god for that right but um, I remember being very bullied in mm-hmm. um, secondary school, you know, the odd one out, the smallest in the school, mm-hmm. you know, and I just felt so out of place. And so people would like treat me very terribly, you know, talk to me rudely, you know, um, and I didn't even have any friends mm-hmm. yet. I <laughs> back, it was, it was a, a terrible time for me. Like my just want to just stay was so miserable just three being the epitome of everything anyway but um i remember just sitting down and saying to myself that though i've been treated so terribly but i i chose to be the um different person mm. you know i choose to be the one that stands out and i choose to be the one that's different so um you know gradually from there okay started of just being yeah i want to be different because I was like, well, I can't be like everybody, so I must just act, mm. I might as well just accept the fact that I'm going to be different mm. and I choose to be different. So I started off with that and wanting to be a safe place for everybody because if, I don't know if you okay, but that time, Sha, that was like my just one, just two. It was high school musical that was mm-hmm. it for like Disney Channel, mm. was our all in all. And if you remember Sha <laughs> Pei from High School Musical, of course. I think she was some people's um, 
role model. Yeah, yeah. Role model. Um, at that time, so people would like be rude because, or if you watch Gossip Girl, mm-hmm. yeah, people would choose to be rude because you know it just it felt like you were cool. Yeah. And you were, you know, so people were rude. And in my head, it never it never made sense. Still doesn't make sense. Doesn't. How does like, being rude the make you cool? Right? I don't know. So anyway, um <laughs> looking at that you know, looking at that and comparing all of my experiences, I chose to be the different person. Mm. I chose to be a safe place for other people. You know, I chose to be warmed for a world that was is full of cold people and everyone mm. was so self centered and you know, just wants to be mean to prove a point. Not looking back at it, everybody was just highly insecure but we just didn't want to show it you know? yeah. so they just put all of that insecurity mm-hmm. on someone else but yeah so i chose to be loving and now that i'm older i see that it was a good decision just a very terrible motive yeah but thank god for god and mm-hmm. thank god for like the knowledge of the ways of christ and you know coming to know god even more it's now being loving because it's a sign that I'm a disciple yeah. of Jesus, that I am one who follows Jesus. Because the Bible says that, you know, um, Jesus speaking to his disciples, that let your love be a sign that you mm. are my disciples. Mm-hmm. And when people see your love for each other, you know, that is a sign that you're my disciple. Yes. And he even went as far as saying, you don't even have to love people that are good to you you don't need to love only people that love you Mm -hmm. but you need to love everyone even your enemies because you know pagans will do that so what separates you from them if you're just going to love people that love you so yeah yeah and you to be very honest that's not been very easy Mm -hmm. you know you get taken advantage of you get looked at as weak Mm -hmm. you know people just think because you're kind and you're so loving and so welcoming they can just waltz in and do whatever yes. you know, and, but but by the grace of god i've been able to allow the love of god flow right out of me i'm not saying it's my love mm. you know bible shows us what um love really is that love is kind love is mm-hmm. patient you know love never gives up love is never self-seeking you know it looks for the best for others, love gi- love gives. Mm. Excuse me. Love keeps giving. It's never afraid, you know, of losing. And you know, one of my favorite scriptures that perfect love casts out of fear. So we see what love is, and when mm. you compare it to what you know love to be from movies, you know, and yes. around you, uh, you see that what we call love is mm-hmm. lust and selfishness and just pride and self-seeking and you know all of these things but then when you look at the love that we're actually supposed to pour onto others mm. and give onto others you truly you're truly humbled and you realize that it's yeah. not your love you know it's nothing you can yeah. produce um, from yourself mm. humanly speaking but when you allow the love of god mm. flow from you yeah, yeah. It's so beautiful i like I love the answer you gave because, you know, you can ask people this question and they will just say, yeah, it comes naturally for me. I'm just loving. But I like the fact that you credit it to God because as Christians, in fact, as anybody, because God is the embodiment of love. So I know that he's the one that 
fills us with love and we're able to pour it out to others so yeah that's such a great answer in a world that is as dark as the one we are living in how can we love people well how can we love people well? Um, first off, honestly, and <laughs> I think I will not. I, I I'm not an expert or anything. I'm not even there in loving people. I still encounter difficult people, and I'm like, Jesus, you want me to love this person too? Well, you, you know, why, why, why can't I do it my way? But <laughs> mm. anyway, one thing I've, I, I've told myself, and I try to be very conscious of, is to first of all. Um, admit that I cannot on my own love. See, God, God, what is is equated to love. And the Bible says that God is love. And I, I mm-hmm. always say to the Holy Spirit that I know that I cannot love. You know, because when you look at the Bible and you see what love is described as, and you compare it to what you can give, mm-hmm. you know, by your own on your own. Um, human standards you see that you fall a long way mm. or you fall short so i would say start yes. off just admitting to yourself and to god that you really cannot love you know you really cannot love that mm. person or even just everyone in general that you really cannot love and mm. then um allow his own love flow out of you you know and a lot of times mm. that i face difficulty in friendships you know, and in relating people, it's mm. moments where I'm trying to force the love out of me, uh, or just, you know, poor understanding of what love is. I used to always think that, you know, yes. loving people means that you would be nice to them, spend time with them, but there are mm. just certain people that you should not spend too much time with, not necessarily because um, they are bad people or not, but um, or things mm. like that, but you know how you spend so much time with people and then you just on you know dig up all the skeletons in your cupboard and you're like i need to love this person too because i honestly i learned this the hard way there are people that you can be friends with Mm. and we can just for hours but we don't live together and there are people that you can be friends with Mm. and you know (laughs) the minute you start living together there's a problem and there are some that you can yes, be together with. Yes. So, you know, um, allowing God's love flow out of you. And that means that you need to be full of it. And it's in everyday fellowship with God. Um, and honestly, mm. I've, I've tried this before where I would wake up, you know, and spend quality time with God. And I'm so full of joy and so full of love. You know, like I, I received the warm hug from God. Mm. And I'm able to go, uh, you know, about my day just being nice and kind and cheerful, you know, and spreading love to others yes. but the minute yeah. hmm, i just decide to wake up you know don't spend time with god or don't even spend any time with him at all in that whole day hmm. <laughs> i'm going to be grubby yeah. and easily irritated be, you know yes. it's going to be really um pathetic honestly it's going to be a fail you know but um yeah allowing god's mm. love to just flow into you and that means sitting with him and allowing him to teach you mm. how to love but also um putting people yes. in their com- in their perfect role and perfect place so there are certain people that it's best we are mm. acquaintances right we just say hi hello yeah. but we're not so um deep with each other we're just you know hi hello 
and then you're saying people that can be mm-hmm. good friends like you can go have tea together go out talk about life mm-hmm. and they are, you know they are more closer friends because i i over time i've watched um like I've, I've compared old friendships and new friendships and i've seen that that's where i made the mistake just putting people in the wrong places you know mm-hmm. just assuming because we sat down one time and had the best conversation ever and we i realized oh we have the same things mm-hmm. in common and i automatically promote you from acquaintance to friends only to find out that you know <laughs> this person no you know no you made a mistake yeah, yeah i made a mistake so now you have to start forcing yourself to like <laughs> to like remove mm. that person from you know keep that person in the friend least but you know that okay this was a terrible mistake yes. because don't even lie to yourself i'm telling you don't start doing this oh you know i can be tolerant with we are not mm. naturally that tolerant there are certain people that are naturally born with this high tolerance like they can <laughs> take anything you know they are very tolerant i'm not one of those people like i i easily get irritated you know i easily get pissed but Lord is helping me anyway, mm. <laughs> and 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 be honest, <laughs> be honest with yourself. Whenever I go to God and about maybe a friendship that is struggling, and earlier this year I did have a friendship that struggled, and I went up to God and I was like, mm. you know, God, this person, these are the things that I hate. These are the things that I love. But to be very honest with you, right now I don't see myself loving this person, and it's good. See, the minute we begin to be open and honest with God, it makes it so much easier for Him to help us. Mm. Because, you know, you yes. could be walking on the street and you see people, maybe gisting or something, and He begins to explain it to you. You know, this is why this is this, mm. and help you actually um, deal with that situation. Because we face a lot of issues as Christians because we hold of that yes. you know we want to be perfect we want to be all put together before we go before god we don't want to tell him about our struggles and mm-hmm. he wants to be part of those things because see he said if you go through when you go through the waters meaning there are going to be difficulties and he's very mm-hmm. aware of them you know the waters and difficulties mm-hmm. of you know my message and transition puts it that way difficulties and hard walls but the difficulties of friendship finances you know Serving him, love uh, your relationship yes. with God, the difficulties that you face. He says, when you go through the waters, I will be there with you. So, you know, this idea that we should be all put together before we go before. Tell him, this auntie is irritating the hell out of me. Mm. I want to beat her. You know, I want to, you know, I, I can't, <laughs> you know, I can't put up with this relationship. Because the truth is, um, a lot of our problems that we face as humans are with other human beings mm. people just being people because mm. explain this to me how will i be working on my own next thing you're already insulting me and i not do anything to you you can say and at that point on the road just like i cannot fight on the road because i don't want to disgrace jesus <laughs> you know so be honest with god and allow his love flow out yeah. of you even if it means you going to him over and over and over and over again like that person just says the wrong thing mm. and you're already ready to say you know to curse out that person and to just mm-hmm. in fact if you i'm telling you if them. you make the mistake of not being able to control yourself 
apologize and go back to God and tell him, Oga, mm-hmm. I did that, auntie. I'm sorry. This is why you need to help me. And slowly but surely, you know, he begins to give you grace and helps you explain different things. I remember um, the time I had a misunderstanding with my elder brother, you know, and I was like, God, I'm so irritated. I'm so upset. You know, that don't even tell me anything. I mean, you're right, kind of thing. And, mm. you know, when I was done huffing and puffing, he just told me scripture to go read. And it was um, Romans chapter 12, verse 13 to 14 and 17. That talks about finding, mm. discovering the beauty in others. Ah, I was like, now I have to be the good one. Mm. <laughs> but by the time I became very intentional about um, finding the beauty in you know him and even in other people you begin to find love flow out of you and mm-hmm. i think the next thing i would say is don't assume mm. that love is a feeling love is not a feeling love is action love is action you know we make that mistake of saying mm. oh you know i i feel love yes you you do feel love you know you feel mm-hmm. excited you know you're so happy to see that person there are those things but um most of it's just you know hormonal response and all of these things mm. but love goes beyond that you know love it of you moment because we, we can yeah. all testify that that's our close friend you know has at one point irritated the hell out of like you're just of mad course. pissed at this of person course. you know <laughs> So in that moment, you feel love. No, you feel anger, you know. know? But love, (laughs) but love is, you know, taking that bold step of saying, even though I feel this rage right Mm. now, I'm going to let this issue go, you know, I'm going to forgive. And I'm going to actually come clean and say my mind. Because you're not doing anyone any favors if you're keeping the offense in your heart although mm. we i will not lie there are certain people have you not just don't you just get so upset when you encounter certain people that they do something wrong you come mm-hmm. to meet them you know you're saying i don't like this thing you know you're pointing out their wrong thing and they become also defensive like yes, yes so i i i you know while i was growing up i encountered these people a lot this kind of people so much so that i <laughs> became one of those people that would be upset offended about something and just never mm. say anything because i just the the way they just turn the table is so scary mm. and just so wow people are skilled mm. you know like they are the ones in the wrong but by the time they start telling that story you too <laughs> you begin to feel like you are in the wrong <laughs> you know you meet people you meet people who will try your patience and love is patient so you mm. you are like you know you meet people who like they sent them to really <laughs> really try your patience yes they just want to be difficult and then another thing is you know personality yes. differences you know just meet people that are just very different mm. like you know having a roommate who loves you know putting on the lights cannot sleep without the lights you know and you want to sleep mm. and it's like god you know but then you know, blood blood <laughs> be so difficult yes it's one of the hardest things to put up with i tell you when you're living with someone who is so opposite is it's difficult mm. it takes a special grace a special grace from above 
to really, really be able to put yes. up with that. And I think and that scripture that has become like a watch word for me, you know, is Paul's um prayer, you know. So he wrote this letter to the church in Philippi and you know, he was talking to them about love. You know, his desire that their love will grow. And it's so interesting how he puts it. Um, and I'll just read that scripture um, now. Um, Philippians chapter 1, verse 9 to 11. So it says, This is my prayer, that your love will flourish and that you will not only love much, but well, learn to love appropriately. So, you know, where he said that your love will flourish understanding that love love grows you know love is a tree mm. it's, it's like a seed right so the first encounter with this person you know yes. the seed is planted in your heart but understanding that love you know takes time mm. to grow you need to water it give it enough sunlight mm. and you know this translates to things like you know having time for each other talking spending time together you know doing mm. your favorite things and all of that um you know and he also said mm-hmm. to l- not just love much but well meaning we shouldn't say you know i love so many mm. people i have so much love for you but then your actions you know do not translate to that love you know you're not seeking the best for the person mm. your actions are the opposite you know of what how much you say you mm. love this person or even if you you know even if no, you don't yes. just say that you love this person but your actions do not um relay i would say the sincerity of you know the love that you feel for that person mm. um, and to love appropriately you know we we don't tell ourselves the truth but there are certain people that we should just keep at a distance not necessarily because they are bad people but because mm. of you are able to love them at that place mm. you know you're able to love them there you know, you, mm. you watch them you gauge them you know that yes. if you bring this person any closer than they should be it would be a contest for you you know fighting your own self because mm. then you you know you don't love them anymore it's mm-hmm. a problem so all of these things be i i I'll honestly say be honest so mm. I just use honesty and honest but anyway I would say <laughs> I would say be <laughs> honest like that was one thing I, I look back on and, and and I watch in myself even in new friendships is that sometimes I'm not very honest with myself sometimes I take mm. on more than I can actually carry you know I take on way more than I can yeah. accept I would say you know I'm putting on way too much because I didn't take my time mm. to watch the person to see that oh we have different personalities yes. and accept the fact that it's not everybody I can bring close so I bring this person close and now I'm praying to God for help <laughs> we learn the hard way um, then he also said uh, you need to okay I just feel this need to like come in and say but there are certain people that God will bring your way so they are difficult but you know God will bring your way to build character mm. in you so being able to discern those two, yes. you know, being able to discern, okay, okay, it's, you know, the Lord wants to do something with this. Because when you go back to God and you're saying, God, let me just hear about this person. He was doing every single thing mm. I don't like. And you wait and you listen for his reply. 
Yeah, because God, God actually speaks. He wants to say, you know, He has something to say about that thing, even the most insignificant thing that you think, oh, this is not important. God, God wants to say something about it. He wants to have a conversation with you. But, um, you know, and you listen, and He's saying, well, I want to be a character in you. Or, you know, and you allow Him, and it's like, you, you know, you need to stay in this friendship a little longer. There are those moments, but there are moments where you go and meet him and it's like, move, you know, leave this place. You can take, for example, Lot and Abraham. When their servants were having issues, mm-hmm. you know, it was time for Lot and Abraham to go their separate ways. Mm-hmm. Does it mean that Abraham does not love Lot? Obviously, he loves Lot, but mm-hmm. it was time for them to go their separate ways. And so, Lot being, you know, at arm's length, kept their relationship going because. It starts off with mm. the servants having issues, and then the masters start having issues. So, a you know, practical example from mm. from the Bible, you know. Um, so next um, line says, "You need to use your head and test your feelings so that your love is sincere and intelligent." This is mm. very important. We need to love intelligently. Mm. You know, don't love like a fool. This this stupid phrase that people always say, "Love is blind, dear." Um, Mm. Yeah, it, it never ends where when people say love is blind, it ends in tears, you know, because then you see what, you know, being blind, you walk into a wall, mm-hmm. you know, you, you you see things in this person that mm. you never expected, but, you know, Paul says here, so love intelligently, and it's very important because you have to understand that... <laughs> Um, if you force yourself to be in a relationship that, mm. and not 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 dating wise, but in general, like friendships, you know, and relating with people, because there are certain people that you can't avoid. You know, they work with you, they are your classmates, mm. all of those ones yeah. are inevitable. You know, the Lord will give us grace for those ones, but that you walk into it yourself, you know, um, and listening to mm. the Holy Spirit is so important because it says you need to use your head, you need to think, you need to be very sure of what you're doing, you know and test your feelings so your love is sincere and intelligent not sentimental gosh and boy have we found ourselves in those places mm-hmm. where it's just you know it's just sentiment you know we are just so caught up in that moment and just so caught up in the excitement of the new friendship or whatever it's even if it's a new relationship mm-hmm. that we begin to give 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 and and you know there's, there's this very interesting thing i learned um from a teaching you know from from someone um, it was, he was talking about mm. when we you know, come into a new friendship and we're always giving. So you were spending right. hours. I'm calling you hours and hours and hours. You know, I'm doing everything for you. Mm. I'm giving myself so quickly and so a lot of myself at once that I, I put you in a place of debt. Why? Because I begin to expect you to reciprocate that. Without me yes. actually you know, understanding that some people are very, very affectionate and some people are not. And it's okay, you know, working with the way you are. So I put you in a place where, you know, you have to start mm. um, paying me back the debt. And it's like, you know, collecting it from someone who cannot pay you back. This is the place where, you know, friendships just fall apart. You know, because we got into it so quickly. You know, like I said, love, love is a seed, and you plant it, you water it, you put it where you can have sunlight, and you take good care of it. Mm. You know, so we get into all of this sentimental gush, and we're giving up ourselves. We're just spilling secrets and secrets, and expecting the next person to start spilling secrets. Mm, dear, dear, you know, and all of these things. And so Paul, Paul is warning against that. You know, we look at it in this perspective. 
So it says, live a lover's life, circumspect and exemplary, a life Jesus be proud of. Like we, you know, in the beginning of the podcast, I said that, you know, um, says by your love, through your love for each other, they will know that you are my disciples. Bountiful in fruit from the soul, making Jesus attractive to all, getting everyone involved in the glory and praise of God. Amen. So we see from scripture here, and this is the message, um, Bible showing to us how you know love should really be applied or should be given or how we should live you know a lover's life that we are not so caught up in the moment and doing everything you ask you know the person complains oh my phone is having a problem oh i can fix it you know my dog is dying i can revive it you know i can I can pray to the heavens for, for your dog anyway all of that, we realize that we put that person in a place of death where they owe you and, you know, some people just can't pay and some people can, but they are not just in that place. Okay, so I believe that if you've loved people well, people have hurt you at one time or even at multiple times or have taken advantage of you. So how do you overlook that to still love them and to love other people? Ah, hard, tough question, but um, <laughs> I, th- I think we talked about this one time. Anyway, um, yes, mm. I first, okay, I'll be very truthful. I usually would go to God and just cry mm. if I have to cry <laughs> and just tell him the honest truth. I am hot, but, yes. you know, be, you know um, before I would say I'm hot, this person hurt me and I'm just pleading my mm. case without asking but well can you show me where I you know got it wrong because you know um mm. from very terrible friendships you know a good number of people can testify that you know you come out of those terrible friendships mm-hmm. you're so hot you're so broken on the inside you feel so unloved and you feel you know all of these negative emotions yeah. and then we get into that friendship and you know mm-hmm. um without having to actually pause and look back and pay attention where we got it wrong you know where we made Mm. the mistake and what we can correct Mm. because um i think something happened a while back i don't i can't remember what happened but i had to learn this the hard way to just actually stop and Mm. pay attention and go back in you know in time not necessarily to say oh i messed up or to plead that i'm right whatever Mm but to just say to just mm-hmm. learn so the next time i don't um make that mistake the next time i don't do it again so i go back to god mm-hmm. and i'm crying and complaining but then i always ask him to please show me where i got it wrong because we're right. so good at seeing other people's mm-hmm. mistake and we can be very oblivious of our own at times so i go back no, no, ask him to do. And, and the thing is, brace yourself when you do that because <laughs> you're going to be in for a shocker. You know, there, there are certain things that will happen and you feel like you're in the mm-hmm. right, you know, you're the one that has been hurt, yes. But then sometimes we don't notice how we hurt the other person too or mm-hmm. when we even hurt the other person. So, yeah, and I tell God the honest truth that, you know, I, am, I cannot mm-hmm. forgive this person. I'm struggling to forgive this person. You know, but one thing he has like made me do before was I'm I had a misunderstanding with someone. Oh, not a misunderstanding. It was a big issue anyway. 
but you know he made me <laughs> and he made me go like talk to the person he dealt with you know, because the, the the truth is yeah. um I would have actually just moved on like held that um, anger yeah. in my heart you know and just moved yeah and just you know gone into another mm-hmm. country or whatever and just continued my life without having to actually yes. process it and deal with it you know and 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 people think that dealing with you know hurt is that you just remove yourself from it not mm-hmm. entirely like you need to face it and begin to you mm-hmm. know deal with yes. each issue one at a time one at a time until so he would like make me go say <laughs> hi to the person even though i don't want to you know so i'm like you know <laughs> i'm saying hi yes. with, like this very fake smile on my face you know my my you know my my jaws are just like you know short <laughs> I'm just, I'm just yeah. obsessed and saying hi, you know, but over time of just saying hi, mm. have a nice day, oh, how are you doing? Um, slowly but surely, I start mm. to actually heal from that, you know, issue mm. by accepting my own faults, you know, that caused that issue in the first place and letting mm. go of the heart and forgiving the person and so very rarely enough like he would show you hey this person is having a bad day <laughs> why are you telling me you should, you know you should have a bad day please yeah. you know and or, or something you know you know it's so annoying right where you are the one that sees you know like mm-hmm. someone you're not in very good terms or you're not in talking terms with, and you're mm-hmm. not there when they are going through a hard time I, I'm like, why are you putting me in such a tough situation? But all of these things is mm. actually because when you do it the first time, to do it next time is it is a lot mm. easier. You know, it can come out of you. You know, you, we always think we are not patient until you have to queue on that ATM line when you don't have mm. any money. Right. That's that. <laughs> right. You stay in that because you know that there's no even money to enter bike and go anywhere. <laughs> so you. You patiently stay on that ATM queue, or when you need in to buy song. something, and that's I'm telling you, or when you need to buy something, and that's the last one in the shop, you will know that mm-hmm. you're actually patient. Or you yes. know, um, when your you know laptop is reloading or something, but anything important, mm. that's when you know that girl, like that's when you know that you can be patient. You know, so it's until we face those situations before we know that mm, that yes. patience. Is is mm. is deep down inside, but is there, you know? And this reminds mm. me of like a scripture. I think it was um, Second Peter, yeah, one of mm. um, Peter's later. He was saying that everything you need um, to live for God, yeah, you know, this famous one, all you need for life and godliness. But in yes. another um, version, you know, down that same chapter, I think it was talking mm. about how it's inside of you it's not like they're not plucking it from somewhere they're not going to fetch you from anywhere it's inside of you mm. but you know you need to be in that situation for it to come out of you like right. you think you cannot endure and then you get into a situation that brings it out of you so mm. yes that forgiveness is deep down inside of you you just need to be in that position where you need to mm. forgive and it comes right out of you mm. Okay, this is a bonus question. So, what if it's I don't know, are there situations where you can forgive this person, but still, I don't know, you guys are not close again? Is there provision for that, or 
should we like when after somebody has hurt us we just forgive and become friends again hmm it depends okay it depends on level of uh, it depends on people also but i'll say um yes you know we forgive and it depends on the level of what and who has actually hurt you because if someone has done something that is detrimental to like your mental health and your own peace of mind put it plain if you solve this issue you know you're in talking times again but you know that the trust you have for this person is broken don't even lie to yourself hmm. accept it for what it is even mm-hmm. if you guys have been best friends for the past 11 years once the trust is broken there's no need because anything that person does you begin to suspect you're not able to love this person as freely right. as you used to love you know that person and there's no need to put yourself through that because you I don't know about you, but I then begin to like say, "What's wrong with me?" You know, mm. oh, I'm forcing. I start forcing myself to be good to this person, to mm. love this person again. But deep down inside, I know that that trust is broken. So if the trust mm-hmm. is broken, and for you it's beyond repair, then just leave it as it is. But mm. as long as that debt, you know, the grudge is no longer there. And you forgiven this person good. you're very sure yeah then you're good move on carry on mm. your life don't <laughs> put yourself through that stress of having to you know build the love again you know and when you know that this this trust has gone because you know trust is like a glass carpet maybe a lot of us are seniors mm. to maybe heard it you know once it's broken it's broken mm. it is broken but there are rare cases where you know friends yeah, will go they, through this very 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 bad school. yes yes mm-hmm. and but honestly it takes the grace of god and they must really 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 be very honest with each other and at least in my mm-hmm. own opinion you come up and you say okay in this situation i cannot trust you, you know, because a lot of times we say oh because we are christians we put ourselves in this situation mm-hmm. where we are so drained of all the life in us and i i feel god is just there yes. saying you don't need to force yourself you know you don't need to mm. you don't need to prove anything to anybody mm. you don't need to show anything see all of everything we 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 do as christians flows from the spirit of god right so that means yeah. you can't control it it's not to your mm. control you don't demand anything you know so it means that the more we become filled with the spirit like the more we allow the holy spirit have expression and do whatever mm-hmm. he wants to do in our life and we are submissive to god we're submissive to the word and we allow the word take root in our hearts the more we are transformed the more we begin to look mm-hmm. like jesus it comes on its own it comes naturally but trying to force it out mm-hmm. of yourself if you know you're not at that place when forgiveness would naturally come out of you because not everyone is so easily forgiving then don't force it don't mm-hmm. don't try to be the good christian person see god is very aware of all of our flaws he knows us mm. better than we know ourselves like he knows all of our character flaws just go mm. back to him and say god help me do this thing that's just it that's just it you know so mm. if we are in this place where you cannot don't try doing trust this person mm. again it's okay no need to put yourself and that other person through the torture. But don't even put yourself through that because, you know, when we say okay, oh we, you know, we forgive, we move on, we allow everything flow and everything go, 
the other person begins to have expectation. I mean, there are days that you just you're just reminded of, oh, this person did this, and it's so difficult to move on this moment. That that's a sign that it's over. It was a good ride, but just allow it, allow it, because you only hold that person and yourself even more. Mm. You know, I I I remember reading a post by Delphine um, on Instagram. You know, one of her posts, she was talking about like, and um, forgiving and forgetting, and she said something that it was so profound. She said, when you're asked to forget, you don't get amnesia. That's the honest truth. You don't forget it. Like you can't wipe that memory off. Yeah, girl. Especially those please, ones that thank leave you. like a very huge <laughs> scar on your heart. You know. Like, no, you can't. Yes. But I, I love what she was explaining. She said that in forgetting, it means that when you are reminded of that event, you intentionally do not sit to recall it. Like, you don't see that and mm. read it again. You yes. remember quite a bit, but you immediately move away from it. And slowly but surely, you know, you mm. just forget. Like, it becomes less mm-hmm. of a memory to you. Yeah, so... um. You know, moments where we just tell ourselves mm. the honest truth. I can't forget this, but help me a lot. So, you know, slowly forget. So, you intentionally do not replay that mm-hmm. um, memory, you know. And it's difficult because, you know, uh, mm. part of you just wants to, yeah. you know, relieve that moment. There's just, there's just something. But part of you wants to relieve that moment. Mm. I you know, I just be like, oh, this person hurt me. But mm-hmm. it's going over it over and over and over again. So when it's still very um, fresh, does not allow you move forward. Mm-hmm. There is time to actually like sit down, process everything, and mm-hmm. accept what has happened. You know, go through the whole process of forgiving. But when you've actually come to a point mm-hmm. of forgiving, don't intentionally go back and replay mm-hmm. those moment and say oh this time that you did you know just let's go so where do we draw a healthy line between loving people well and being taken advantage of hmm. all right so to be very honest it is inevitable for people to take advantage of you especially when you're a very loving mm-hmm. you know and welcoming person being taken advantage of is inevitable but it comes with the can, package i think <laughs> related people yes you know but um i think you can better handle it by setting boundaries mm. you know like i i've been saying in the whole um you know so far mm. be honest to yourself it's so important mm-hmm. like truth you can't separate truth from love yes. you know, be honest to yourself there are certain people that you cannot bring close mm. you know love them from a distance you know, and you know there's this you know, illustration someone just one time mm. said, you know, with Jesus there was a seventy, the twelve yes. and, and the three. Yes. You know, the seventy, you know, were with him, they went everywhere together, the twelve were his disciples, so they were much closer. Mm. But then the three, you know, James, John and Peter yes. you know, there were people who saw him at his most vulnerable mm-hmm. um, state, so they you know, they were with him when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane yes. praying and you know, asking the father to take away the cup. They saw him at the Mount of Transfiguration and all of this. Now, it shows that Jesus had tested and seen, you know, who he could bring mm. close. And who closer, needed to stay far. You know, 
And yeah, who needed to stay far? Who needed to be part of the 70? Who mm. needed to be part of the 12? And some people need to be part of the 5,000. <laughs> yeah, they need to stay. <laughs> you know, so, you know, putting boundaries and learning to say no. Mm. I had that problem. So honestly, this, 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 this topic is just attacking me. <laughs> but I had that problem once where I, I just never, you know, I could just never say no. Mm. You know, say no, dear. Even if you feel like the bad, say no. <laughs> and as long as, cause see, I know that we all try to do good, but God also weighs our motive mm-hmm. and your heart, mm. right? So if I'm doing good out of that place of, uh, let them not say I'm a bad yes. person, but genuinely you don't want to do it, you're just so unhappy about it, and you're just so mad about it, then don't do mm. it like but you know there, there are moments where you just have to yeah. do it's an exception mm-hmm. right but there are moments where it's if it's inevitable you know then just don't do mm. it if you're just going to be angry about doing That's it then the don't point, do it right? don't put your right don't put yourself in that place mm. don't put yourself in that place where you have to start you know just don't do it mm-hmm. don't do it just don't yes. do it you know if you if you or just be honest, come clean and say. Anyway, it depends on the level of, of friendship yeah, exactly. that you have. Yes. Yeah, and how well you communicate. But in cases where you can't actually tell this person your mind, just come clean and be honest. Mm. They might be upset, but yes, if they are really really close friends, they will mm. surely surely come around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't because mm-hmm. um yes, it was you. You remember when um we had this. Um, quiz competition, the book of Philemon, yes, and um, for our church anniversary. And it was, I think, um, you were sharing what you had learned, and there was so something, um, there was something so profound that you said mm. it was, you owe nobody nothing. Because you mm. know, Paul was writing to Philemon, I was saying to him about, I think, a runaway slave, mm-hmm. and saying, mm-hmm. for my sake, yes. please, you know accept him back but he acknowledged that he could not force him to do it mm. and see that really freed me because there are a lot of times that we find ourselves in places where we are just doing things for people we know they are taking advantage of us but we're trying mm. to be the good person you know and learning to just say no because well you don't want to do it you don't want to do it and just say no mm. just, just say, say no, no. Just say no. Just say no. It's easy to say, but yeah, just say no. (laughs) Just say no. Just say no. Yeah. But obviously, it's not this offensive, but get your point across. Mm -hmm. If it's a case where you can actually say, "Um, I I cannot do this. Yeah. Because it saves you that whole stress of grumbling and being so mad at the person yes. and then being like, God, I didn't want to do this. And, it, you know, it's just so, ah, it's a lot. You need to start, mm-hmm. you know, praying for yourself and just be like, God, forgive me. Mm-hmm. Because you've cost out the person in your mind. Ah, yes. It's so much. If you can avoid it, just avoid it altogether. You know. Yes. So, yeah, boundaries, healthy boundaries. Learn mm-hmm. to say no. Learn to yeah. voice out your opinion. Mm. You don't like it. You don't like it. You can't force yourself. Yes. You know, just yes. say no. I mm. don't like it. You know. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Just say no. Yeah. Mm. The Holy Spirit will help us, but just say no. Mm. Yeah. Okay. This was a really, really insightful conversation. 
I personally have learned a lot, a lot and a lot. And I know that people will learn a lot from this too. So thank you for coming to the same basement. I enjoyed this a lot. Thank you I hope we get to do it again. I hope so too. I'm excited, but thank you so much for having me and you know giving me this opportunity. God bless you. I'm so grateful. God bless you too. Thank you guys for listening today. Stay blessed and peace. Bye bye.